That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones? Creating a higher vibration of living. When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program. Let's find out with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. This is Elizabeth Joyce and Let's Find Out. It's May. It's May. It's a wonderful month of May. May and October are my two very, very favorite months of the year. Now, up here in New Hampshire, it's still a little cool, but we don't have frost, and I'm just hoping that we'll be able to get the garden in in the next two weeks. Tonight, we're going to talk about the first half of May and the total lunar eclipse in Scorpio that's coming up on May 16th. The reason I want to talk about this is because it's a game changer. Everybody, including the world, can expect major changes, and I'm not kidding about major. This will be a call-in show, just in case you want to know about what may be coming your way in the next two weeks. The number to call is 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. So, we are already within the eclipse energy for mid-month, and we just got out of another one. Because on Saturday, we had the eclipse, new moon eclipse in Taurus. It's an important one. Both of them together are very important. On the 4th of May, which is this week, the sun conjuncts Uranus. Now, Uranus is your planet of electricity, and anything goes and anything can happen. And it's the planet of sudden events. It's going to highlight luck possibilities, but it can also bring to us shocks and surprises like earthquakes and tsunamis, the sudden loss of a world leader, and a lot of things happening around the day. It's also going to be a time when groups gather and reach out for freedom. So we could have some demonstrations. I know a lot is going to be happening and a lot of truth is coming out because the mucky muck mud is coming up in the next six months. You're going to be shocked, absolutely shocked. 
On May 10th, Mercury turns retrograde in Gemini and moves back into Taurus on the 23rd of May. Mercury remains retrograde until June 3rd. Now, this energy helps us to be more aware of the words we use in the media, and that's Gemini, and the words we use with our friends. So we're going to start taming things down a bit. I'm not saying that we're going to use the woke words, because some of those can just go jump out a window. But we are going to be using nicer, kinder words. And I happen to think that's very important. So, once Mercury is back in Taurus on the 23rd, you will want to just tell it like it is. And you could be really blunt with what you have to say. And just watch the news at that time, the last week of the month as you go into Memorial Day and still summer begins, yay, hooray. Just watch what happens and what these people are doing on the news. Some of it's very comical. There's a huge aspect that I want to mention to you. It's on May 11th. On May 11th, Jupiter moves out of Pisces and into Aries. This is a very big shift in energy because it goes from deep emotions and empathy and softness and dreamy-eyed into I want it done and I want it done now, Aries. Aries is a warrior. Aries plunges ahead. You know, it's the first sign of the zodiac, and we've always called it a bull in a china shop because that's what it is. Aries people tend to not think, rush ahead. They're very good at what they do. They're excellent salespeople for the most part. And they can be excellent at anything when they take the time to learn it very focused, but they want it done and they want it done now. So then Jupiter is going to move back into Pisces on the 22nd of October. And then it moves back into Aries on the winter solstice, December 21st. And then it's going to be back in Aries for good. It won't go into Pisces again for the next 166 years. I don't know if any of you realize how powerful these energies are because they're all coming together at the same time. It's really an amazing, amazing power that's going on here. Jupiter has a 12-year cycle. So look back 12 years ago. When Jupiter moved into Aries in June of 2010, where is Aries located in your chart? How were you affected back then? Then it moved back into Pisces until December. And in January and February, it went back into Aries. So something was going on at that time with you. What happened with you in 2011 after it did the 
Aries back in Pisces back in Aries shift. They, they always do that. The planets always do that. It's called a dance in three acts because they have to go back into Pisces to make sure that everything got done. And then they go into Aries for good, the new energies. So what I did in 2010 and 2011 was I wrote the book Ascension. And that book was given to me by Amarita Nandamayi, the Holy Mother. I was given the pleasure of sitting in front of her for 20 minutes in New York City as a thank you for all the work we had done as a group to help her on her tour. Now, I wasn't going to waste that time. I knew darn well that I had to use that time. So what I did was I streamed energy from me to her, visualizing a book that I wanted to write, didn't know the title, but I wanted to be written with the golden pen of angels. And it definitely was. I wrote the book Ascension, Accessing the Fifth Dimension. You might want to read it. It's really powerful. My sister died that year. So that was my final ending. And I was asked by Damon Brinkley to go on the cruise to Mexico with his group of people. There were 200 people. And that was a good time, except I, I found out about betrayal on the trip with the girl that I had hired to be helpful to me. So that was very dramatic. But we got through it. So Jupiter is expansion. Jupiter represents personal growth. It gives travel. And did you study something special in 2010? Did you start going into maybe a new phase, a, a new way of researching things? And that's what you can think about. And now we have to know what's coming this time in May of 2022. Every 12 years, it will spiral upwards, and it's going to bring you more benefits. It always does. If you have your sun, your moon, your ascendant in Aries, Libra, Cancer, or Capricorn, then you should have an extra special good year ahead. Those are their cardinal signs. And they're the strongest and most powerful four signs of the zodiac. So you have something to look forward to. Now I can tell you what's happening to me now in 2022. I'm a double Pisces. So I've had a lot of good things happen to me. And I'm actually going to be making a movie with someone named Paul Anka, we're going to join together and we're going to make the movie Unlimited Realities. I'm very excited. It's going to happen very fast. And I want everybody to really get excited about going to see it when it comes out. The book is on Amazon.com. It's called Unlimited Realities. It's about my life. Every word of it is true. And it's very exciting. So you might want to Pick up the book for a start. In early 2011, some top powers in the Mideast were knocked out of leadership, literally within a few days. Remember the Arab Spring episode? It was very combative as Jupiter entered Aries at that time. 
Now, Jupiter's entering Aries May 11th, and we can expect some other comeback fighting, more than likely. Also, what have you been dreaming for yourself? What's your visualization? What is it that you want to walk into for a new life? During the April 12th Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, which I talked about for a long time in April, what was it that you visualized? What did you sit and bring into your subconscious? What have you been dreaming about? Now that Jupiter is moving into Aries, what actions can you take to make your dream come true? Very exciting. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and we're going to go into our weekly cosmic tip, but I do want to remind you that you can call in. The number is 888-627-6008. And we will be right back after you hear about this week's astrological news with your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce on bbsradio.com's Let's Find Out. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your stargazing report, week of May 2nd through May 8th, 2022. This is the week when a sense of power and majesty can be achieved by daring to take flight and soar to the highest levels of the stratosphere and beyond. If you put your entire energetic force into pushing yourself to your limits, you will be able to levitate and get yourself and your project off the ground. With a strong emphasis on Aries, there will hardly be a dull moment in May, even if the quality of time is not quite so as intense as it was in April. This month, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter enter the realm of spontaneous and energetic Aries. This powerful mood of optimism must be actively balanced, especially during the energetically charged lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the middle of the month. If the tension is misjudged, the implosive Aries could lead to some risky actions with potentially serious consequences, and for other people as well. So be careful and watch it. Venus boldly leads the way, entering the sign of Aries on May 2nd, New adventures are presenting themselves and welcomed after a period of social distancing and a little flirtation could easily turn into something more serious and powerful. However, the fire can go out quickly as it started up. The love and money planet Venus is in Aries until the 28th. This is not comfortable for either sign because Venus wants relationships and Aries wants independence. Love them and leave them is Aries theme. It's best to share a balance between your caring needs and your individual needs in the weeks ahead. This week is defined by several powerfully liberating planets, including Tuesday sextile between Jupiter in Pisces and Pluto in Capricorn, along with another sextile between Mars in Pisces and Uranus in Taurus on Wednesday. So don't allow a slightly lazy square of the moon and Mars to dilute your focus and productivity on this otherwise sterling day. This is a time when a vision and execution blend harmoniously together, allowing a large amount of creativity and practical work to be planned and carried out. That's exciting. 
Pluto and Mars provide a boost of confidence and ambition while Uranus and Jupiter make sure your ideas are original and one of a kind. This is a day of productivity and not self-indulging navel-gazing. Wednesday morning, May 4th, urges you to step outside of your comfort zone under a friendly connection between assertive Mars and electric Uranus. Meet a friend and go out for breakfast and sneak out of your normal humdrum routine. This friendly and eccentric energy continues into Cinco de Mayo when the life-giving sun aligns with I'll try anything once. On May 5th, which is Cinco de Mayo, the sun reaches its conjunction with Uranus and Taurus. Some things that were considered certain could now show a little bit of a different view. With the moon squaring Venus and Aries, gender issues could come back into focus. This makes for a day with cheerful spontaneity, so do something fun and take a break from your routine. Public attention is now turning towards strong, independent women. However, an impatient mood is increasingly noticeable, which could ruin many a good effort. Keep your eye on politics to see what changes are coming up. There'll be several. Communication planet Mercury is in harmony with relationship planet Venus in the latter half of this week, so get out with people under this talkative influence. Friday is an excellent date night for both singles and couples, thanks to a loving sextile between Mercury and Venus, as well as a tender Cancer moon, sending out its affectionate vibes to Uranus and the Sun, as well as Mars and Neptune. If you go outside of your comfort zone and you ask someone to spend some time with you, sparks could fly. The moon moves into heart-opening Leo on Saturday morning, so do something fun, creative, and heart-centered on the weekend. Saturday is an adventure day. Take a trip out of town or go out urban exploring. Put off your errands and home repairs for another day. Sunday, Mother's Day, continues to have the moon in Leo, so the heart-opening energy will continue. And this next Tuesday, May 10th, Mercury will turn retrograde in Gemini until June 3rd, so important contracts should be examined especially carefully during this time. Also, you will feel that energy expanding back into Saturday and Sunday before Mercury goes retrograde. When Jupiter was in Pisces, you were opened up to a new vision. Now Jupiter is in Aries, and that helps you take a risk on yourself and assert a new path. It's going to be wonderful. Remember, it's time to get moving on multiple levels. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. This is Elizabeth Joyce from Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and I'm back. And tonight we're discussing the month of May and the eclipse on May 16th in Scorpio. And other things, because we'll go on and try to get a little bit more in, too. So Jupiter is going to be at zero degrees Aries on May 11th. It's a very important time. 
first of all, this brings in a fresh new energy. It's at the critical degree of zeros to one degree Aries. Signs have two areas where they have critical degrees. Zero and one is always new beginnings. 28 and 29 are always final endings. The eclipse that we had in Taurus on the 30th, 29th of April brought us endings, final endings, no discussion. And the eclipse that we're having on the 16th of May will bring us new beginnings. It's exciting to watch. You know, eclipse energy lasts for six months. So it'll be within that period of time. Something new is coming in, both personal and collective. Aries is a cardinal sign, and that's very potent. It's the strongest signs are the cardinal signs. And Jupiter is landing in it on zero degrees, which is the world access line. This whatever it is energy has the potential to be in front of the public in some way. It could be a storm. It could be the beginnings of upsets between countries. It could be leaders changing rulership. could be a lot of things, but it is an ending creating the need for a new beginning. For example, my Pluto is in the eighth house in Leo, trying my fourth house in Aries, where Jupiter will be hitting. Jupiter is leaving my third house of writing and publishing. My screenplay is about to come into action through other people and other people's money, which is the eighth house. We're all being led into a new 12-year cycle episode. Yes, it can bring in a focus, assertion, and action to move forward. It can also help you step into your courage, your power, and your bravery. So whatever changes are going on, make sure you stay focused and just know you can do it. I mentioned at New Year's on Coast to Coast that this is the year we will have to find our strength and resilience. Jupiter brings us that energy, strength and resilience. It's time to find the strength within yourself. Find the hero within yourself. What new adventure can you bring to yourself? Can you be a hero? Can you be a leader? It's all fresh new energy and we're breaking new ground. If you're thinking of changing jobs, of starting something new, that's good. Also, the birth of a child would be very important because that would mean that they'd have a karmic life. A purpose, a real strong purpose. That's exciting. Uranus is also aspecting the world access point. New and fresh leadership is on the way in many areas and countries. Uranus has not been at 15 degrees Uranus for 84 years. Now remember, Uranus is at, is at 15 degrees Taurus, and it hasn't been there for 84 years. So, on all this other wonderful activity is acting in the sky, too. It's going to be breaking new ground. Where were we 84 years ago? 84 years ago, we were at the beginning of World War II. So, you need to think about what's going on here. 
What's interesting about Jupiter and Uranus here is that they are both about truth. They are both about freedom and about the future. Uranus is about our galaxy as well, which is even more exciting. Something new is going to be discovered in space. Jupiter can bring far-flung travel as well as new ways of traveling and breaking new ground. So we're going to have new technology and new ways of getting around town. It's all very interesting and exhilarating. Jupiter is also semi-square Uranus. This involves and expands our higher mind, our higher consciousness. There are some things that are very expansive and growthful and exciting. These aspects are coming in to change the world we live in. We're all moving into a higher state of consciousness. The light workers have been working on this for years. And the best part about it is that as the light workers are meditating, they are getting higher higher messages. Higher states of being are communicating with them. And they're learning new ways of healing and new ways of delivering messages to us. When we have any full moon, an eclipse can add to this feelings and emotions, and they can come to a head. And this is enhanced more on an eclipse and more on a total lunar eclipse. Okay, now, let's add a supermoon and the sign of Scorpio, the most intense sign in astrology. Wow. And a supermoon is when the moon is closest to the Earth, so the energies are even stronger. This full moon on May 16th will be a game changer. This action is taking place, the action of thinking big, thinking beyond your limitations. If you want to be president of the company, think of being president of the company, which can all work out for you. It can. It can work out for you, and you can take two and three and four steps up in your career if you want to. Or you can start something for yourself and absolutely have it take off. This energy is stepping into our power with a lot of intensity. All of this moon energy is conjuncting on the south node. Now the south node is about letting go of our past, power and control, and it's a very complex energy. It's what we're growing out of, letting go of our past. So we're here to improve ourselves. And this era of 2022 is supposed to be on the way to improving us to a better and new world. There will be deep, heavy purging. I'm warning you. We are going to see some really mucky, muck, muck sewage here like draining the swamp. There is a massive kind of exposure and disclosure here. There will be toxicity, pollution, betrayal, betrayal of trust, betrayal of institutions, betrayal from people you've respected in the past and that you hold dear. It's about anything underground, underhanded, criminal, secrets, Secrets of the rich and powerful involving big money, investments, and 
the way we do banking is going to change. All of this is coming in the next six months. So much will be brought to the light around this time. It's an explosive month, but another explosive month we're going to have will be the month of August and then the end of October. The road to the midterms elections will be brutal. This eclipse falls across South America, Antarctica, parts of Europe, and the Indian Ocean. Usually after an eclipse, the path that it falls across will be next in the news. Events happen in the eclipse's path that are newsworthy. So we'll have to wait and see what all that's about. Another thing, Saturn is still in its long-running T-square of the nodal axis, and this has been going on since 2020. However, this energy begins to dissipate around Election Day in November, and that means that it's done with its breaking down and that the new energy can come in and begin to do its thing. Eclipses mark major endings, endings that are permanent. This eclipse is at 25 degrees Scorpio. Where is that in your chart? This will show you about something falling away and what area of your life that may be in. If you know your rising sign, you can find out where Scorpio is in your chart and find out how it may be affecting you. Saturn is at a tipping point. And then comes a tower moment on November 2nd. It's also a choice point. It's really asking us individually and collectively, do we fall back to the old ways, the old structures, the safety and security, the way we've always done things? Or is it going to be this way and is that a done deal? Or, remember we said this was choice, do we use the Aquarian side of this energy to step into creating our future? That is where I believe our focus needs to be. What can I bring to the planet that's new, fresh, and invigorating? Most of the planets are in the final degree of their signs, 28 and 29 degrees right now. And this emphasis on endings now, with Jupiter moving into zero degrees Aries, is going to bring the endings and then the new beginnings. So... What new steps can you bring into your life? Also, Mars and Neptune bring in the spiritual side. How can we manifest our desires spiritually? How do we move away from our old ways of thinking? And where can we get some help for this? Well, let's find out really wants to help you with this. We do meditations. We teach you that everything comes from within and that you're able to sit in your own room, meditate, visualize the outcome of what you want, and it will be created for you. What a surprise. What a wonderful gift. You just have to learn how to do it. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. It's time for our half-hour break, and this has been a wonderful lesson tonight about the power of the coming eclipse in Scorpio. And I'll be back after these messages. 
Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's healing tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. An honored guest come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. I want to let you know that there's something that I'm bringing to everyone this spring. It's an intensive spiritual retreat, and it will be held from Friday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 24th in Warner, New Hampshire. The retreat has to be done in person. It cannot be online. It cannot be done on Zoom. So I want everyone to know that your soul is always nourished. And by joining with the new spiritual chakras, this is where you can grow in your sense that we are all living in a community that includes our galaxy neighbors. This is a place where you will be able to embrace the awe and wonderment of all of creation, including other worlds, other beings, and other spaces in the universe. In this space, you will draw attention to your crown chakra and begin to merge it with your eighth chakra in a deep sense of trust and devotion. While being fully present, with your body consciousness. The door will be open to a new dimension and you are free to begin working with the new spiritual chakras. This will bring you ascension. It will bring you the fifth dimension understanding of truth and divine protection. It will also bring you completion of your universal self and perfect alignment with your soul. To book now and experience this vibration ascension together with your soul companions, and to meet your new galactic neighbors, you can call the 24-hour answering service, 201-934-8986. There's an email and get all the information you need concerning this spiritual retreat. 
The email to order your space at this special spiritual retreat is elizabeth at new-visions.com. There is also information on the website about this intensive, again, on Friday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 24th. I'm excited. I think it will be wonderful to see everybody join with the new fifth dimension energies and open up their energy circle as wide as they can in this moment. So I hopefully will be seeing you in Warner, New Hampshire on Friday, April 22nd. Once again, the phone number to call to reserve your space is 201-934-8986 or you can email me at elizabeth at new-visions.com. Hope to see you soon. to
this is Elizabeth Joyce, and I'm back. And that was Standing in the Possibility with Elaine Silver. Elaine is really a beautiful singer. I've known her for years. She lives in Florida. She has a website, ElaineSilver.com. Why don't you check her out and see some of her music? It's really quite beautiful. So we're going to get back to talking about what the eclipse is going to bring us. What happened during this total eclipse? And whatever is going to happen now. It needs to be taken with a spiritual content. We are moving into a much more spiritual age of the heart. We're going away from the mind and going into the heart. We're going to check what we want to do with our heart first and right from our heart. When you do that, there's no illusions, there's no manipulation and control, there's only how you feel. And that is a beautiful thing to be able to convey to somebody else. So let's talk about Joe Biden a minute. In November 19th, we had an eclipse in Taurus. And at that time, it hit Joe Biden's chart. And I spoke about it at that time. And he wound up having anesthesia for a physical exam and a colonoscopy. And people worried about it. Well, it hits him again on the 16th of May. And it will be interesting what procedure he'll have to come up with at that time. Maybe they'll give him a cognitive test or something. But there's sure to be something around Joe Biden at that time. Also, Queen Elizabeth. I love Queen Elizabeth II. The eclipse hits her midheaven. How is she seen to the world? That's what the midheaven represents. How is she seen in the world? But it also conjuncts Prince Charles's son, S-U-N, and it conjuncts the moon of Prince Andrew. Now, the moon in your chart is your mother. And these two charts are bringing being hit very hard at this time. Of course, the sun is Prince Charles. The focus is going to be on Prince Charles. And Prince Andrew will probably be with his mother or be focused around his mother in some way. Does this energy suggest a change of the guard for the royal family? I don't know. I hope not. The queen is 96. Her mother lived to be 103, so I'm sure she has more good years. But it will be interesting to see what all this brings. Lastly, we've been having frequent and numerous solar flares. Now, I want you to understand about solar flares and to understand about this global war warning information that we hear all the time. A lot of the global warming information is not correct. The only thing that controls our weather is the sun, and especially the sun. And we've been having frequent and numerous flares. They are coming fast and furious. And this can be very dehabilitizing to our magnetic field for our planet Earth. And as well for us as individuals, it also destabilizes our galaxy and our solar system. So it might be interesting to find what that new telescope is going to show us. 
we're all experiencing physical effects from this, and these physical effects are also a part of our ascension. I want you to understand this. In my workbook on ascension access in the fifth dimension, I have a list of ailments that you can expect to feel as you go through your ascension, your personal ascension. Insomnia, ringing in the ears, extreme tiredness. This is all a part of our ascension. Because these solar flares are constantly bringing us new information into the biosphere and into our bodies, if we are aligned or attuned, we can bring in some powerful channeling. You should keep notes on your channeling if you can, a notebook, and write things down as they come to you. We are being adjusted. We are being recalibrated so that we can hold new information in our bodies and new energy. It's photonic information. It is direct cosmic challenging and new healing energies. This cosmic channeling is coming in from beyond the astral plane. The astral plane is very limited. And I would love you guys to learn what is beyond it and how to get beyond it. And the way you do that is to start working with your new spiritual chakras. Now that book is also on Amazon, your new spiritual chakras. It's just time. It's time for all of this energy to be revealed, to come out into the open, and to be used to help pull everybody up to higher levels. I'm just so excited about it. We're being adjusted so that we can hold new information in our bodies. It's crystalline energies. Crystals are, are happening all through our bodies. They're being formed. And the people I know can see it. Can you see the crystallized energies in the atmosphere and in others? We're going to be seeing a greater amount of turbulence, way more than we've ever seen before. And it will be very, very noisy and very, very chaotic out there. A lot of rumbling around as we go through this tower moment. And this tower moment is going to last a good six months. As our evolution grows and expands, so does the turbulence and the noise. Do not get caught up in it. There's going to be an awful lot to catch your attention. There's a problem here. There's a problem there. They did this. They did that. Stay within the wheel. Stay within your life cycle, within your own aura. Everything will be moving faster and faster. Stay centered. Hang on to that wheel, that wheel of life, and remember that you are in charge of you. Stay calm. Stay centered. Stay peaceful. Stay in your power. Don't let anything or anyone pull you out of it. Think of yourself as a lighthouse at sea. A rock-solid Firmly grounded, safe haven. No matter what's flying around outside, storms, wind, rain, lightning, you are safe in that area. And you're shining the light. And you're offering comfort. Hold your position steady now. And broadcast that light. 
That is what light workers are doing, and that is the task right now. Hold that light. Maintain your frequency. You do that with meditation. You do that with higher frequency music. Focus your light. Work on your steadiness. Stay on your eagle's perch. Stay in that lighthouse. Don't get dragged into the negativity. Don't allow yourself to focus on what you don't want. You need to focus on what you do want. There's no losses. There's just change. Change in the way of living. I am safe. It's only change. I am safe. It's only change. It's going to get very ugly. There will be a lot of collapse. We will see disclosures. And we will struggle to move ahead in the chaos. The truth will come out. And it will be very disturbing to many. This has to take place before we can truly ascend. All of this has to be rocked away, rolled away before we can ascend. Remind everyone what's coming. Help them hang on to their rock. The brand new day of light and love. No, perhaps others can't see it. It's not in their evolutionary vibration quite yet. But you can. You're a light worker. You can see it and you can reflect the love light and comfort that's coming and you can help guide them to their inner place of safety keep shining that light keep shining that light this is elizabeth joyce with let's find out we've come to the end of the program we're going to close with elizabeth hepburn singing there's a new world coming we have the meditation, and Richard will finish with peace. He calls it the still point. Let's see if we can get to that still point and feel the peace. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week. Good night. There's a new world coming And it's just around the bend There's a new world coming This one's coming to an end There's a new voice calling You can hear it if you try And it's growing stronger With each day that passes by there's a brand new morning, wise and clear and sweet and free. There's a new day dawning that belongs to you and me. Yes, a new world's coming, the one we've had visions of. Coming in peace, coming in joy, coming in.
Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to begin the meditation. Sit in a chair with both feet flat on the floor, legs uncrossed. Lay your palms on top of your knees. Take a deep breath. You can also do this meditation lying down on a bed or in the lotus position. Whatever is comfortable for you. Allow yourself to get settled. Close your eyes. Visualize your crown chakra and visualize the chakra above that chakra called the eighth chakra. See if you can align yourself with this beautiful, powerful light that's coming in from the center of the galaxy. It's a light we've never had on the planet before. Allow this light to penetrate your eighth chakra and your crown chakra and bring it down into the body, through the head, through the shoulders, through the torso, through the hips, and around into your thighs down your legs and out the bottom of your feet. Take your time. Feel your body filling with this light. Feel your body expanding with this light. So sit there until you feel yourself filled with this light. Take a deep breath. Now begin to visualize your loved ones, friends, and family, all working together, blending in a unit of harmony. Allow all upsets between the family and friends and loved ones to vanish, dissolve, be removed, just for now. Take a very deep breath. Release it. 
now, very gradually. See what's starting to form within this energy. See what's starting to form with this unit of people that are in your life and that means so very much to you. Take your time. This is your spiritual future. Allow yourself to see what people, what opportunities, what synchronicities are starting to come in for you when you meditate at this higher octave. In this energy, everything is astounding. Don't be in a rush to stop this meditation. Feel the light and the warmth of the light. Take a deep breath. You really need to maximize this opportunity and do this meditation as often as you can over the next month. You won't have another chance to do this meditation for 366 years. This is a very special light that's coming onto the planet. It will be with us until the middle of May. So I would do this meditation all through April and May of 2022 to really maximize this opportunity. This is the most beautiful time and the most beautiful energy in the year 2022. Allow it to come into your life. Allow it to come into your family. Allow it to come into your presence, into your home, and into and around the people that you love. The energy will wash away many of the old structures in your life. The energy will remove any hardness, upsets, shame, guilt, or anxiety that you have towards others or yourself. The toxicities. Anything that hasn't resonated as truth for you will be removed, smoothed out, and settled. And many of the answers that you will come in for you, that you have been asking yourself, the answers will come, and they'll come naturally. Take your time. Allow the light to cleanse you. Allow the light to heal you. Now is the time for you to firmly decide which fork in the road you want to take. No one is forcing you down one fork of the road or the other. Allow yourself to make your choice naturally. Flow with your body and flow with this powerful, powerful light. Allow the change. 
allow everything to dissolve. You are changing. The world is changing. The universe is changing. You are entering into a new realm. You are ascending. You are finding freedom in the warmth of the divine. You are entering into a new realm of love, peace, and harmony. This new world is for everyone and is accessible to anyone that takes the time to choose it. There are massive waves of evolutionary energy flowing into your body and flowing into your home and flowing onto the planet from the center of the galaxy. We will all benefit from this and never be again the same old, same old. This is a very strong complex of ascension energy. It will help you set clear intentions. It will help you to focus. And it will help you to manifest much more effortlessly. It's time. It's time for this wave of energy. This is warrior energy from the center of the galaxy. It will help you to beam out peace, love, peace, harmony, and balance. Your body will demand freedom, freedom of speech, freedom from fake news, freedom from censorship. Align yourself with this powerful light. Allow the change. Take a deep breath and allow yourself to sit with the wonderful music of Ardas and flow with this beautiful, deep energy from the center of our galaxy. Allow this to be your ascension moment. Thank you.
Allow the change. You are changing. You are rising up an octave, and maybe two. You are ascending into the wonderful, flowering, bright energy of love, peace, and harmony. Thank you.